0: Do you feel like motherhood is mundane? A lot of mornings you wake up feeling like you lack joy or purpose. Do you also want to invite God into your mom life, your marriage, and your life in general, but you just don't know how? Do you feel tired, like you have no time and you're always putting yourself last? Hi, I am Jill Worball a Christian mom life coach, and I'll be showing you each episode how to make time for you, your relationship with Jesus, and others. I'll teach you how to grow with God and apply His Word to your everyday life. And most importantly, I'll be cheering you on each week, reminding you that you do have purpose and that you are worthy of a great future. You can find satisfaction in motherhood, I'm going to show you that you can live intentionally with less stress, more joy, all while serving God and others. So grab your Bible and get ready to be transformed. This is the Faithful Mama Podcast, a place where we learn to fill up on Jesus so that we can pour into others. Listen in. All right. So, hi Katie. <laughs> hey. Bella. So, um, I am super excited because I feel like I know you even though you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how it is when you follow people on Instagram and you're and then you're actually you've never even met them, but I feel like you know them even though you they have no clue who you are (laughs) That is weird, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So I just want you to know that you've encouraged me and I hope that the moms that let's go over and follow dear Mushka and they are just encouraged by this conversation. Um, because you helped me just add little tips and tricks to my prayer life, my daily life. And, um, Your story is just so encouraging. So today, um, further ado, I have Katie on the show. She is the owner of Dear Mushka um, and she has an amazing story and I'm just going to let her tell it um, and then also going to get into a conversation that I think is going to be really helpful um, to you guys today. So um, Katie, tell us your story.
1: Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I am so passionate about everything you talk about on this podcast about motherhood and equipping ourselves with God's word and his spirit. And so this is going to be really awesome.
0: I'm so excited. Um, thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, gosh, just to tell our story, that feels like a really big question. Um, I can say that Robert and I have been married for 12 years now, and we have four children and one on the way any day now at the time of recording. (laughs) Uh, Our our oldest three are here through adoption, and then our youngest two are biological, which is part of our story. So I will say that Dear Mushka started as a blog back in 2010 when my mom died. Robert and I had just gotten married, and um, we can go into my mom's story if you want to or not, but after a a long battle with mental illness and depression. She ended up dying by suicide and it was, it was a shock to me. It was, um, Man, it was. I just felt like, what is my identity? I was really shaken. I was a newlywed, and I just didn't have my mom there to ask all of these really important questions to. And so I think I started verbally processing through a blog, which now I look back and I think, oh my goodness, the details I just shared with the world, I just (laughs) put them out there. But it's how the Lord needed me to process, I think. And so I should say, she's the one who called me Mushka. It means little one with big eyes. It's kind of a term of endearment and it stuck throughout my childhood. And so when I started this blog, I called it Dear Mushka, which was letters to my future children, just in case I wasn't around and they wanted to hear about our first years of marriage and that sort of thing. So that's what it was for a few years. Yes. And it's so special now that I get to incorporated into our business, which we'll get into, Um, but I get to tell that part of her story, which was so special. Yeah. So after that, God called us to adoption a few years later um, when we were thinking about starting our family. And that was unexpected. Also, Uh, we had not even pursued biological children, but I just really felt like he was saying, your first child will come through adoption. And you guys know adoption can be really pricey. And so I thought, well, I'll just start this little business on the side through Etsy. We'll make some extra money. It'll be great. And I called it Dear Mushka, kind of like a tangible love letter to our children. And little did I know God was going to take this small jewelry business and expand it and grow it into what is now my husband and I's full-time jobs. It's a ministry. Um, It just is really... Beautiful. So we were able to adopt one child and then two and then three through it. And here we
0: are now. Wow. That's so awesome. I love that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You just never know what kind of stories God's going to write, huh?
0: Right. (laughs) writes the best stories though. Absolutely. (laughs) So, and you, when you started Dear Mushka, I know it was on Etsy. Yes. um, Did it coincide with the blog at all? You
1: know, not really the name was the same and yeah. I continued to blog some, uh, but they were, they were very separate. Okay. And then when we slowly switched to our own website and I realized, oh, this is a ministry. I continued to blog some, but my focus was different instead of kind of a rambling of words on my day. It had a specific topic, you know, now I'm going to talk about scripture memory. I'm going to talk about this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the Etsy website had it. I mean, the, it went from Etsy to its own kind of
1: uh, yeah, dearmushka dot com, mm-hmm. right?
0: So how did it was just it was doing so well that you just made it your own. Um, yes.
1: Well, you know, part, I mean, these are all the things I learned, but when you have a shop on Etsy, they take a certain portion of your profits, okay, uh, which is really natural. It's the way Etsy makes money. But when I felt like we no longer needed the, the platform Etsy to get people to our shop, uh, we had, we could kind of stand alone. It made sense to carry our own website, that sort that, of thing. Got. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: so the, I'm just going to take us back just a little bit. Um, so you ha- did the, um, Lord, did you kind of get closer to the Lord or through the passing of your mom or were you already in a relationship with the Lord?
1: Yeah, both. I, um, I grew up in a Christian family. We went to church every time the doors were open. I was baptized and accepted Christ when I was 12. Um, but I would say that my faith was, it was just young. It was immature. I had not experienced a lot of suffering. And I think we see in scripture and in our lives that suffering is often the way that God grows us. And so my mom passing away was kind of the first big thing that happened in my life. And I, I really found so many of the scriptures to be true. There was one in Psalm 119 that says before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. And I remember reading that and thinking, yes, through this affliction, I am going to learn to keep God's word. I'm going to learn its power and its beauty and how much I needed in my everyday uh, because I didn't have anywhere else to turn. I was a newlywed. I was so kind of like learning my husband. He didn't feel like a super safe place all of a sudden. And I didn't have my mom and my family was so rocky. And so the person I could run to was Christ through studying scripture. And that's exactly what I did.
0: That's awesome. It's, it's funny because the last episode, the very first episode of season two, which just aired on Tuesday was just about suffering and um, Mm. seeing that as we suffer in this world, there's already um, like, we're in between the already and the not yet. And um, Jesus had to suffer, but don't forget what happened after three days. And as we see all the suffering Um, we have to remember that there's a purpose for the suffering that we're living in because right now we're living in the suffering so that we can tell the good news of, of Christ and bring as many people with us as we possibly can to heaven. Um, but I just love that. Like you touched on how, how our suffering is, what is the thing that, that Psalm, that is the thing that just is the glue that holds us to, to the Lord. Um, I think a lot of people right now probably that listen are going through a season of suffering. Um, if not today, they will. And if not today, then they have in the past. So I just think that's such a great reminder. Um, Yeah, I think
1: that's a theme we see throughout all of scripture. I mean, from the very beginning, you know, and the Psalms are full of the psalmist saying, hey, these people over here look like they're really thriving. They're not suffering at all. That's not fair. They don't even love you, God. Right. Um, You know, all the way to like revelation. We see that the churches are suffering. The believers are being persecuted. And it's like, is this really your plan, God? But he over and over again, he says, yes, trust me, believe I'm using these stories you know, and we can see it even in places like China where they're persecuted for their, for their faith, which is something a lot of us here in America probably don't experience very often, but gosh, Christianity is just exploding through them being faithful in their suffering and they are learning to rely on God in a way that sometimes we don't, we feel like we don't have to here because we're not being challenged in that way. Yeah. I just, the longer I live, the more I think, gosh, God really, it's such an upside down kingdom. And he he absolutely uses our brokenness and suffering for his glory.
0: Yeah, i it really is. I know i there's a, i think um a verse um uh, it might be romans where basically people were being they were being persecuted but the word because of their persecution like 10 times the people that knew before the persecution they then New and it blew up. So it's yes. like in our in our persecution is when yep, the gospel reaches more and more people. It is so upside down. Mm-hmm. So um, so your story is basically you went through suffering, you clung to the Lord, and what he did with that and redeemed that suffering was is amazing. Um now you have something that not only I feel like, um, you know, glorifies the Lord, but also honors your mom. And um, and it just, it reaches so many women um, and probably men, probably some men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? Occasionally
1: a man will message me on Instagram like, oh, wow, that was really encouraging. Thank you. And I, And it always catches me off guard. I think, oh, I forget that like men can men absolutely are- listen to what I'm talking about if they wanted to. <laughs> yeah. It just, right. Yeah. You, know, you forget that everybody could listen if they wanted.
0: <laughs> so now you're about to have a fifth child. That's yours. Yes. That's biological. Uh huh. Right. And yes. A- a- any day now, or yes, any okay. day now. Oh my goodness. Uh-huh. Okay. I know.
1: <laughs> Bags are packed. We are as ready as we're going to be welcoming in a fifth
0: child. <laughs> that's that's just incredible to hear that you had adopt had adopted three kids first, and then what made you to what made you guys decide on biological after the three in a row that were adopted? Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Our oldest three
1: were adopted and truly we, we were very content to have the Lord grow our family in that way. We were content with three children. Um, but I really felt like after our third, maybe two years after he was born, I felt like God was saying, I'm going to do a new thing in you. And it just came about that it was a biological child. Um, we started praying about that. I told my husband, this is going to shock you, but I think we're supposed to pursue this specifically. And he yeah. was like, what? you know, I got on board with the adoption thing. Now we're switching gears
0: <laughs> we even work for
1: our children. And I said, I think I'm just supposed to be obedient here. And honestly, I kind of assumed that God would write a story of um, infertility or miscarriage because I hear that so often yeah. in my ministry and in what I do. I mean, I probably a ton of your listeners have experienced those things. And I really felt like God wants me to be obedient here so that I can learn this part of grief and be empathetic and just carry this burden in a really personal way with other women. But that ended up not being what his plan was. And so I was able to get pregnant and then I was able to carry a healthy baby and deliver. And it all was kind of a shock to me along the way until I was holding this little newborn. And I thought, okay. Um, And it's just been, it's been wonderful and beautiful to have him and then the fifth one snuck its way in <laughs> the last minute. That also was not a plan. Uh, I'll tell you this my husband actually had a vasectomy scheduled after our fourth, and it got canceled because of COVID. Our family got COVID, and he had to cancel the appointment. And the Lord used that timing. And oh so my here goodness. we are. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, it, yes, it is. I, I don't know that he would have said that at first. Right, <laughs> we I'm kind sure. of were like, yes, because our last two, they'll just be a year apart. They have the exact same due date. So, wow. Um, so we happens? have
0: five. We have okay. Five. We're a blended family. Um, My husband has three children prior to our marriage and now, but we have sole custody of the three and then we have two of our own. And my husband's like, no more. So, no more. But, <laughs> so I can totally understand that if it, if it happened, my husband might be like, the same way yours was.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. I, it just it takes some adjustment, and you know, I'm like, it's a good thing that babies take nine months to grow roughly because we yep. just need that time to mentally prepare <laughs> right. and to like open our hands and accept what the Lord is giving us. So obviously, children are such a blessing, and we are yes. very grateful. And I also yes. think it's okay to say, "Wow, we were not expecting that," and that is going to challenge us in a new way. You know, to have yep. let their soul come into your family—it's a really big deal.
0: Yeah. That's so true. Well, I think another th- another thing that a lot of moms or a lot of women that reach out to me will say, "How do I know that God is saying to do something?" So, you know, wow. you you had said in part of your story that God really told you to uh, to adopt. Um, mm-hmm. a- don't understand don't understand that. How do you know, you know, that God was telling you to do this or do that? And, and do you want to explain what that looked like for you? Yeah, I
1: can. Absolutely. I'll preface it by saying, I don't know that there's one um, clear answer to that question. I, but I do think that as we walk with the Lord and we are willing to be led by his spirit, and we kind of live our days with our hands open, um, ready to to hear from him expectantly that he does speak to us. You know, he doesn't he speaks through his word, but I think he also speaks to us through through other people. And um, for me, the adoption thing actually came. We were watching a random PBS documentary, I think. I don't it was on or why we were watching it, but it was like the, I almost felt like I audibly heard the Lord say, your first child will come through this. And at first it was such a shock. And I thought, okay, that was weird. Was that like, was that audible? Was that just a (laughs) random thought I had? I mean, I can't really answer it, but I know that when we can compare with these, these deep feelings we're having or thoughts we're having with scripture, you know, da, is God for adoption in a general sense, at least he is, is he for children? Is he for growing families? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, then that I could at least move forward in that way. Um, yeah. and I think a lot of times I once had an older woman tell me that you, you kind of follow what gives you the most peace, like a deep guttural soul piece, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, was moving forward with adoption, the thing that was offering more peace or less peace than shoving that down and saying, no, there's no way we're going to try the old fashioned way to grow our family. And the truth was that every time I tried to shove that away, something felt really off. And so we kept going towards what was providing the peace, uh, which ultimately comes from the spirit, you know, as he's guiding us. Yeah. Um, but I also think there are times in my life when I truly, I don't know. I mean, I think we've all been there. Which one is the correct answer? Should we move here or there? Should I take this job or that job? Should we grow our family? Or are we done having children? And I think sometimes the answer is either is okay. As long as you're walking with Christ as you move forward, um, and you're just listening for his voice, then sometimes the answer is either go for it. It's not like a, a test, you right. know? Yeah. So that's what happened with the adoption thing. It was a little more clear than maybe some other areas of my life. um, And I'm really grateful for that, probably because it was such a a big, unexpected calling. I needed him to be really clear.
0: Yeah. So that I couldn't
1: just shove it away.
0: It's almost, I, I explained kind of how I ended up homeschooling because originally I would have never myself as a homeschool mom Uh (laughs) but but to just kind of relate to that like I explained that in in that podcast episode that it was like no way at first did I really hear that right but then at the end it was so such heavy feeling that there was an excitement that I couldn't not yes Uh yeah
1: And you probably ended up feeling a peace about it, even though it was uncomfortable and not necessarily what you wanted to do. It was like, oh, but here is where I'm going to find the Lord. Here is where the joy will be as I walk in obedience with him.
0: Yes. It's like, even though I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing, I feel like... There's no way I can't.
1: (laughs) Yes. uh Well, I'm an unlikely homeschool mom too. We're we're, uh, some years (laughs) behind you. I don't know what I'm doing, but uh, we're just moving forward.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's like once you're once you're doing it, you're like, "Yep, God was right. I was wrong all those years thinking my kids were going to school." (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, So. I really want to get into the main um, kind of tool I want my listeners to walk away with today. I know that moms in the day in and day out, especially my stay at home moms, um, but any mom, it's, it's, you know, we're, that we're supposed to abide in Christ and stay connected mm-hmm. to him throughout our day. And I know our soul's desire as Christian women is, I want to, obey you Lord. But I lose my patience or I get caught up in life and I forget that you're there. Um, So I know you're such an encourager in um, that way. Actually, I was watching your stories last night and how you're going to do it during this pregnancy just to stay close to the Lord. And I was like, man, she is good. (laughs) like your whole little system that you have set up just to make sure that you're, you know, just staying grounded and abiding in Christ. I just think that's amazing. But um, I really want to equip our women today with that from you. Like, I want you to give your best, um, you know, advice on, on that just in, for moms in all seasons.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me say, this is where I started. So I think that, A lot of us uh, feel like we are supposed to pursue God in a certain way because that's what a good Christian woman does. But sometimes our hearts don't follow, you know, and so I think it's really wise and helpful to first be very honest with God and to say, I feel like I'm supposed to be praying or reading my Bible. I don't want to, um, and just give him your truth and be willing to walk honestly through that with God. I think that's where I needed to start. And I remember reading years and years ago, John Piper has a book called When I Don't Desire God. And in there, he talks about he's got this acronym IOUs, the IOUs. And he talks of these verses from Psalm. Uh, I think it's various Psalms that we can pray um, before we start our day or before we read scripture. And I remember writing those down and um, praying them every single day. I'll say them to you actually pull them up. Cause I don't have these memorized guys. Don't think I'm this holy. Um, but the <laughs> I is incline my heart to you not to prideful gain or any false motive. And the O is open my eyes to behold wonderful things in your word. The U is unite my heart to fear your name. And the S is satisfy me with your steadfast love. You can Google John Piper IOUs to find those, or I'm sure you can link them in the show notes, Jill. Thank but- you. I definitely will. that was so helpful for me just to be honest and to start right there rather than saying so and so has a, you know, does these spiritual disciplines and they're working for her. So I'm just going to jump right in there. I think we need to give him our hearts and where we're really at um, and just say, I long for more of you. I want more of you. I don't know how to do this or it seems boring um, or I don't have energy for it. Please meet me right where I'm at. And then to know that he, he knows that we are finite creatures who, especially in motherhood are weary and tired and maybe confused. We don't know what we're doing all the time. Um, And he longs for us to run to him in that. And he, he knows that we are weak and we need him. And so we can praise him for being a God that accepts us is that, and not, you know, doesn't expect us to be more than we can be as a human right now. Yeah. So that's a really long-winded, uh, just intro to say, no, start there. If that's, that's where awesome. you like you're at, start right there. And then um, some practical ways to do it. Uh, the system you're talking about, yeah. I've learned five children in that as I prepared to welcome in a new child into our family, there are so many to-dos that naturally come up. Um, like making freezer meals or, you know, folding tiny clothes and all of these things, rearranging rooms. But truly what I most need to do is to take care of my soul. And so I set up a prayer box yesterday. Uh, we have this product on our website called the DM tabs, but basically what they are, you just put them in like a recipe 10, like a four by six little metal box. Um, and there's a daily tab. There's an even and an odd tab. There are the seven days of the week tabs and then there are one through twenty one through 31 tabs. By tabs, I mean dividers, you know, like little vanilla right. dividers. And I just organized prayers behind all of those tabs. We have products on our site that somebody can use, but you could totally just use four by six note cards if you wanted. And um, and so it takes a little bit of effort on the front end to set up this box. But ultimately what happens is when you wake up and you say, "Oh, today is the 15th." You just pull out the verse cards that you've written behind your specific tabs for the day or um, the prayers that you've written out and it's all kind of right there. So if today is the 15th, I pull out what's behind my daily tab and my odd tab because 15 is an odd number, um, the day of the week, so a Wednesday and uh, behind the 15, and maybe it seems like a lot right now, but truly for me, it becomes almost a mindless way for me to just say, okay, this is the verse that... I want to either memorize or just meditate on, or this is the person I'm praying for, or this is the prayer I have written out. It's just all kind of right there for you. Um, And I have found that that really, it really helps me to have it just sitting out on the kitchen counter that I can, I can go back and forth to it all day long. Um, That's one thing that I do. Another thing I suggest is that, you know, where you are in scripture. So if you realize you have 15 minutes to sit down and read your Bible but you don't know what you're studying or reading. It kind of feels like you spend a lot of time or at least flipping through where does God want me today? What should I read? this this verse, this um, chapter? No, I don't know. and then some of my time is wasted. So okay. instead I like to have a plan. Okay, I'm currently working through, for me, I'm working through the book of Revelation with a group of women. so I know, okay, if I've got time to sit down and read my Bible, this is what I'm going to open up to. And I'm just going to read the next verses or the next chapter. And we're just going to slowly keep moving along. But having that kind of plan is a really practical, uh, helpful way just to know what you're doing and to get yourself in God's word without a lot of thought on the front end.
0: Yeah, that's great. And then I saw um, just the fighter packs. I thought that those um, on, your, on your website, yeah. um, especially for parenting. Um, Do you want to tell them about those?
1: Yeah. So the fighter packs are just 10 cards, verse cards that are also four by six size. You know, they're cute, but they're on a specific topic. And so we do have a parenting fighter pack, which are 10 verses that can be applied to parenting. Uh, But we also have topics like anxiety and sadness and uh, just other things we're all going to face as mothers. Um, and I like to use those. I put those around my house. You know, if I'm battling a certain topic right now, where can, how can I cover my walls with God's truth so that if I'm brushing my teeth or going to the bathroom or um, feeding a baby or changing a diaper, God's word is literally what is right in front of my eyes. It's hard to run from it. And so I can choose to look up and to meditate or pray those words that are in front of me all day long. I mean, it really keeps you grounded and it's hard to ignore it when they're everywhere. <laughs> you right. know, you're like, okay, yes, th- right, refocus my mind because I got distracted. Okay, refocus my mind again because I got distracted again.
0: Right. But, yeah. So, I um love that because I think there's so many times like throughout the day where we can just get stuck in the chaos and what we really talked about last season was how Jesus fought satan with the word and the most important thing that we can do in our spirit spiritual lives is do the same thing that the lord did and yeah. and as moms we know that satan seems to constantly be on attack um just on not just in our own lives in our own little homes but you know in the world in general. Um, in our minds with our kids, you know? And so the word is what we just need to constantly run to. And so I think that that is so helpful. I am actually going to buy some fighter packs because identity is a big one that we talked about. And I think you can, as a mom too, identity is like, who, who am I? I need to remember, Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) you know, my identity is child of God. I'm a daughter of the King. I am, you know, just women, not even just moms, but women, I think parted with messaging, um, about what identity is that is false. Um, so, um, yeah, there's so many, and I saw there was one on surrender. I think that's such a great one that we can just to just refocus, refocus our minds, uh, to surrender our day to him and our kids to him and our husbands to him, um, so oh, you've done, to be honest, as someone who is kind of a fan, I <laughs> I just think, wow, it's so awesome how God has used you and how um, just he has definitely used you to equip um, w- equip us women who are watching. And so I just want to say thank you personally for, you know, just being obedient. And, um, if there's anything that you left to say, just to encourage our moms that are listening, um, please give us some encouragement in our (laughs) (laughs) walk. Oh man.
1: Well, you're so kind to say that Jill, I think, I mean, it's all the Lord. We know that it's all him. None of this is out of my own power or strength or creativity, Um, But it is a joy to follow him and to trust that we are all workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, you know, and so if we're obedient, he will give us those works and he will allow us to partake in his kingdom in that way. Um, gosh, last minute encouragement, the pressure's on, (laughs) well, you know, I, so I have been studying revelation lately and I read, and you just brought up Satan. I heard somebody say Satan has three methods of attack on believers. I mean, it all boils down to, um, persecution, seduction, and deception, And I think when I heard that I somehow it helped me wrap my mind around what he was maybe doing in my day to day. And it made it really clear for me how I could fight. Like I've started to see like you just brought up identity, you know, oh, Satan is totally deceiving me right now. That is not my identity. I feel like I want to like get him some attitude and some snap because I'm just (laughs) able to be like, oh. Or, you know, I'll find myself on Instagram. Oh, that house is so beautiful. I want that. I would be happy if, you know, we yeah. get on these rabbit trails. And I'm like, ah, oh, seduction. No, yes. he's trying to seduce me with this world. And I don't know why this is the, the wisdom that came out of my mouth right now. But maybe that will encourage somebody else yes. too, to just um, very practically think, wait, is this how Satan is trying to attack me right now? Because I can fight back with that. I can use God's word if he is being deceptive, I know what God's word says in this moment, and I will absolutely fight back. Or if he is trying to seduce me with the world, no, I can, I can set my mind on Christ and his beauty and what is to come one day. we Our lives right here are such a blip. We have eternity to come. I can fight back with that, and um, I can walk my children through that in my day-to-day. You know, We can be really honest with our kids. We can say... Listen, children, mama is feeling so tempted by the world right now. Will you pray for me or can I pray aloud together to lead them through the brokenness and the suffering that we're all going to experience in this world together is such a gift for them that we can do it side by side.
0: Yeah. So that's That's kind of what
1: I've been thinking about lately. So there you go. That's
0: awesome. That's a great encouragement. I totally agree that. You know, when Satan tries to call you out, you call Satan out. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. So thank you. Thank you so much. Well, this was a really encouraging um, conversation for me, and I know it will be for the ladies that listen. Um, And you guys can go over to Dear Mushka. Um, She's on Instagram. Where else, Katie? Where else can they find you? Uh, Instagram is our main platform or dearmushka.com. Okay. And, um, yeah, so go give her a follow. And I'm so glad that you guys listened. Please let us um, know what you thought about this episode and, um, thank you so much, Katie. You were such an encouragement to have on.
1: Well, thank you for
0: having me, Jill. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the faithful mama podcast, a place where we fill up on Jesus so we can pour To others. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to head over to the ratings and review section. And if this is something that you know will touch another mama's heart, please share it with her. And as always, stay faithful. Hey, friend. Have you heard? I created a free mini course just for you. It's called the divine destiny mini course. This course will take you from unmotivated messy motherhood to understanding your divine destiny that was placed on your life from God. I know what it feels like to be completely stuck. I was so lost and lacked direction and without direction, there's just no motivation. But this will take you from feeling like you are going in circles to growing with God. It will take you from feeling lost and unseen to motivated and clear on where God wants you to go. I promise this will empower each role of your life and inspire you to be the best version of yourself. After this course, you will be excited for your future and all that is to come. So what do you say? Let me and Jesus hold your hand and walk you into all he has for you. You can find the mini course in the show notes or on my website at jillrorball.com. I can't wait for you to be inspired.